Arguments About Nothing is brought to you by learning to set boundaries at our day jobs. Welcome back to Arguments About Nothing. I'm Shelly Samsel. I'm Hannah Bennett. Uh, And today we're going to kick things off with a BuzzFeed quiz. Uh, Today we're doing We Know Which Disney Psychic You Are Based on These Questions from Dog Food QQ. (laughs) A community contributor. Yeah. Uh, So our first question what do you do for fun? Watch TV, go shopping, paint, plan a party. Well, you know probably the answer that I would never ever choose, which is plan a party. It's <laughs> it's a it's a mild form of torture in my life. Um, this is why I don't even like having a birthday. Yeah, I think these all of these options are lacking, personally. Well, sure, but I think we're we're sort of boiling down to the greatest yeah. common denominator, right? And so um, some people think that it's fun to plan a party. Apparently, I don't I don't really understand it. I think I might go with plan a party. I, I thought you might. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is really just baiting me personally, right? Uh, I feel what? attacked. Uh, I will leave that on the record. By me, I'm sorry. As Hannah knows that I have planned some very good parties and have put way too much effort in it uh shelby shelby has spent months planning epic murder mystery parties that she has written herself yeah um for her own birthday yes because i don't know how to stop um (laughs) (laughs) once i start planning a party i don't know how to stop i don't know how to stop just doing too much just being too much at all times um i see and so um i can think of no less fun thing, I think, than planning a party. Personally, I like uh, attending your parties. That's great. I literally had a conversation with my therapist last week about how much I hate watching TV. Really? Yeah. It's okay. not active enough for me. No, it's just not <laughs> enough going on. Yeah. It's, it's, it's too la- lackadaisical. Right. Couldn't, couldn't possibly allow myself to be too relaxed. See, the, the relaxing part is why I am drawn to it, you see, uh, of all of these options that is, to me, the most relaxing. This is why we're complimentary friends. Exactly. You watch all the TV that I don't have the patience for, and I plan parties that you can attend. It's also the reason why I... You keep I, me relevant with the youths. <laughs> well, I was going to say, it's also the reason that I will know the Disney characters that this quiz talks about, and Shelby will not. I will not. I will... <laughs> Maybe have seen them before. Yeah, um, no, planning a party, um, it, it really sparks all of my personal anxieties and, you know, like, need to take care of everybody at all times. So that's a solid no for me. Shopping, no interest. Couldn't care less. Thank God for online shopping. For me, planning a party is an opportunity to win. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. That's yeah. why you've actually gamified your parties. Yeah, I just want to have the best, most memorable parties. You do. I know. You already won. I won. You won. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to pick Watch TV. I'm picking Planet Party. Okay, so question two. What's your favorite color? Wow, it doesn't get more basic than this, Shelby. The options are blue, yellow, pink, and green. I don't know how we're going to argue about this because the obvious answer is on three, one, two, three, Green. Oh, Oh, no. no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so Hannah's wrong. 
as you I, all at home can tell. You know what? The the color of this question in the BuzzFeed quiz is blue. And I think that it's just subtly manipulating Shelby into thinking that blue is the better option here. I would like you to look around the space we are currently in. I am. Which is my apartment. Yes. How much green do you see in this apartment? All of the alive things are green. That is not true. That is red. It's got green on the stem. Okay, it has green, but I wouldn't say it is green. Let's also not point to things in your apartment and then talk about them on our audio podcast. I'm a great podcaster. (laughs) How dare you? Um, For introducing this very visual bit into our auditory (laughs) podcast. Listen, green is is the color color of life. It is trees. It is grass. It is like summer days. It's it's beauty. It's forests. And also limes for tequila. It's all the good things in life are green. The tequila comment is truly baiting me. (laughs) Um, Blue is just better. Um, it is the sky, it is the ocean, it is the... You mo- know how I feel about the ocean, Shelby. No, <laughs> no interest in this. I like how in every podcast we have to mention <laughs> Hannah's distaste for the ocean. Deep dislike. Dis- deep disdain for the ocean. Um, blue is my favorite color. It, it, like, my couch is blue, my rugs are blue, my curtains are blue. Blue is very calming to me. It's, like, very, like, soothing and very, like... You know? That's how blue feels. That's great. You Lock choose blue. I'm going to choose green. We have to uh we have to have different outcomes anyway. Yeah. We can't be the same Disney character in the end. That's crazy. So now we have to pick a fruit. Uh and unfortunately, the options do not include banana, which is Hannah's favorite fruit. Now she's baiting me. <laughs> she, do- she does know how deeply I hate bananas. This has sort of become an episode about Hannah's most hated things, apparently. What was your other most? Oh, the ocean. The ocean. Um, the ocean and bananas. If you add I was like, do you hate blue that much? <laughs> no, I actually, I do love the color blue. Um, yeah. It's just not as good as green, obviously. Uh, so the options for fruit, pineapple, mango, grapes, orange. I'm going pineapple. I'm Full a, stop. I'm a strong pineapple as well. It's just better than all of the other fruits. Yeah. No arguments here. Moving on. Uh, pick an animal. Dog, bunny, horse, bear. Mm. What's your Patronus? What's my Patronus? I, well, I don't... None of these are my Patronus. <laughs> but, um, yes. I think I would pick dog. I mean, I, that's probably the boring answer, but... That's the most Taurus answer, I think. Okay, fair enough. Also, I, you know, I grew up on a farm, so I've had a bunny, I've had a dog, and I've had a horse. Haven't had a bear. <laughs> yet. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Don't Haven't sell yourself bear. short. Life is long. But um, the bunnies, in the end, not terribly interesting, more cleanup trouble than they're worth. Mm-hmm. Horses, um, well, I got knocked down by one one time, so I was a little less inclined um, to pick horse. Poor Dogs are friendly Hannah. and wonderful. They are. Um, I'm between horse and bear just because I feel, I think bear is a very funny thing to be added into this list of <laughs> animals because it's like general, like domesticated animals and then bear. Right. Right. <laughs> Feels very aggressive, uh, in the context of this. Although I think it's definitely leading you towards blue, right? Or, uh, a- another jungle book sort of character. Oh, I didn't know who that was. Uh, <laughs> this is such a good quiz for us to have chosen. You said blue, and I was like, 
the color I thought we had laid that to rest. Baloo. Um, so bear. No, uh, maybe bear. I think horse. I'm leaning more towards horse. So just because I like horses. Okay. Choose a fast food item would be next. It's our last question. So think carefully. Okay. Think carefully about fries, burgers, chicken nuggets, or onion rings. As a side note, did you know that the different shapes of chicken nuggets are actually named? I did not. Yeah. There's like the boot, the ball, the bell. Interesting. Um, so how are you feeling about these food items? Fries. For sure. Fries for me. Oh, wow. Um, I'm between chicken nuggets and onion rings and probably leaning towards onion rings because I think they're avant-garde. Avant-garde. Yes, they're extremely classy. <laughs> I think, Nothing like a deep-fried onion just take out all the nutrients right out of it. Well, I just feel like it is the most special of the options. Like, I have had all of, the, all of these more recently than an onion ring. Is that because onion rings are more special, or is that because they're not as good, ergo you would not seek them out as often? I mean, I feel like onions are a once-in-a-while kind of food, but I do think they're exciting because they're a once-in-a-while kind of food. And, you know, I'm leaning towards fries for the exact opposite reason. <laughs> because <laughs> they are an always-and-forever food. They're an always-and-forever food. Yeah. It is a testament to the beauty and wonder of fries that they are served in basically every establishment. That's true. They are the unifying force behind us all. Right. I'm going to pick fries. Onion rings. Oh, I know this character. Who did you get? Oh my god! We're the same character. How did we get the same character when we answered differently to every single question? Maybe there's only one answer. Yes. Maybe dog food QQ is really <laughs> toying with us. He didn't expect two people to take this quiz together at the same time. Or he just knows us really well and we're, we're more uh, similar than we realize. Or it was the ghost. It might be the ghost. We think there might be a ghost in my apartment. There's definitely a ghost in Shelby's apartment. Um, please send in name uh, suggestions for the ghost in my apartment. We got the genie. You're the person everyone goes to when they need help with something. You will do anything for the people you love. Honestly, not inaccurate for either one of us, I think. No, but also could describe almost every Disney character. Maybe this is because Aladdin is coming out with Will Smith soon. You're right. So maybe this is really just guerrilla marketing. It's just all marketing. Yeah. We've just helped the cause. Yeah, I guess we, we have now non-spawn. We're not being sponsored by the new Aladdin. Or BuzzFeed for them. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, I'm not sure that we really learned anything truly deep about ourselves here, except um, I did learn that you hate watching television. So much so I talk about it with my therapist. Yeah, I didn't, I truly didn't know that about you. Yeah. Um, it's going to make all of my topical uh, references much more difficult <laughs> in every, this podcast. Every once in a while I find a TV show that, that gets me. All right, let's kick things off with some questions. Yeah, so for those of you who've never listened to us before, uh, the purpose of our podcast is to take ridiculous things and argue about them very seriously, as if they are something, when in fact they are nothing. Yeah. Um, so our first question, would you rather have wet socks on your feet for a year? E. Constantly, all the time, while you're sleeping, while, Yikes. you know, all the time, just mm -hmm. glued to your feet. I've got the visual, thank you. I want to make sure that our listeners at home really <laughs> fully empathize with the scenario. Or 
have a constant mild sunburn? Constant mild sunburn. I would say, yeah, I'm going to go with constant mild sunburn <laughs> for sure. Tell me more. Well, as, um, as a person of English, Irish, and German heritage, the sunburn is not so uncommon in my life. Uh, I have, I have uh, on more than one occasion lived, you know, weeks at a time with mild sunburn. Um, I don't think that that's really insurmountable. It's just aloe. You just put aloe on it and you keep going with your life. But wet, damp socks always cold, always wet between your toes, never take them off. I mean, get in the shower with them. I mean, sleep in your sheets with them. Uh, oh no, there's everything about this is bad and wrong. <laughs> it's literally making my body shake just to okay, think about it. Let's change the parameters of the question a little bit. Anytime you wear socks for a year, they're damp, but and you can go barefoot. Better. Or have a constant mild sunburn. Yeah, okay. Well, now one of them has an easy loophole, right? So you right. can get around it. So I could just wear uh, just flip-flops and dress shoes all the time. Yeah, but then the winter comes. Then the winter comes. Oh, and then, oh, cold, wet socks is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but know, that constant mild sunburn. But what if? What if you just decided to start wearing other things as socks? Like I could take toilet paper and just wrap them around my feet as like impromptu socks. You could do that. Or I could take washcloths and uh, stuff my shoes with them. Yeah, but this MacGyvering also sounds uncomfortable. It doesn't. It does sound uncomfortable. The toilet paper suit scenario seems like a recipe for blisters to me <laughs> personally. Not Charmin. <laughs> Also double, not spawn. Double double ply, Shelby. Double ply. Uh, I don't care if it's triple ply. By the end of the day, you're really, you've shredded those. Definitely. For sure. But, you know, when you get to work, you just slip on the, the work shoes. The flats. The, the work flip-flops. <laughs> no, the flats. Okay. Or the heels. Okay. So this is, you would really just like very much limit your connection. I would, right. I would just... Find other uh, fabrics and other things that are not socks to cover up my feet. Um, slip into those boots and then just always have a change of shoes. That's better than a year-long mild sunburn, right? Yeah. I mean, you make a compelling argument. Um, That's a lot of aloe for a year to slather on your skin. It's, it's also expensive. Like, my thing with mild sunburn is you always know that you have sunburn, but other people seem to not realize that the scorching redness on your body is painful to touch. As someone who currently has a sunburn and has <laughs> had several people touch it, many people will go, does that hurt? And poke <laughs> you. And it's like, it hurt before you touched it. It hurts more now that you've touched it. Yeah, I think I might have to go. And, like, we're talking damp socks, not, like, soaking socks. Doesn't matter. So, I think I might go damp socks. Damp socks, yeah. Yeah. Although if you are one of the people who really likes to peel sunburn, yeah, I mean, then that people, would just be the best year of your yeah, life. Yeah, some people would just be constantly popping Advil and never leave without aloe and just call it a day. Would you tan, do you think? No. No, it's constant, constant sunburn. Constant so you'd always sunburn. be red. Yeah. 
oh no, we just stuff some toilet paper in our socks and go on with our lives. Yeah, I would just have incredibly smelly feet for a year. There. All right. Yeah. Let's move on to our next question then. Well, uh, we better find something that is more contentious than this. Okay, great. Uh, do you, I have another one that we may uh, argue about. Okay. Uh, would you rather have giant hot dogs as legs or as arms? <laughs> oh, so one way or another, <laughs> giant hot dogs are happening. <laughs> so basically, what body part would you want to sub out giant hot dogs for? Legs. Interesting. Why? Legs. Uh, because <laughs> because if you if the giant hot dogs are your arms, then I assume you don't have hands. No, you have hands on the end. Oh, you have hands on the end of the giant hot dogs. Did you think dogs. the hot dogs didn't have feet on them? Yes. Okay, no. I, it's literally just the arm part. So just have, the arm part. You have hands, fingers, and feet. Look at my gams. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Maybe still legs. Okay. Because I think... It's less weird to wear pants year-round than it is to wear. Just maxi dresses all the time for Hannah. Seriously, if, you, if, you're, if it was your arms, you'd have to not only wear long sleeves all the time, but like it would be much more obvious if they were quite thick. Um, that, yeah, that's fair. Right? I assume that they're big. I don't know why I'm assuming they're like big, thick, meaty hot dogs. Um. I, when I said giant, I just meant they would be the size of your arm. The so size. it wouldn't be like tiny little arms. It would just be <laughs> like I, hot dogs that are the length that your your current arm is, but you don't obviously you wouldn't have like an elbow, right? Because it's a hot dog. What What do you think is the the strength, like the weight bearing capacity of a hot dog? I'm not sure. <laughs> We've never tested this. Before. Um, I think you might need if you chose arms, you might need to. Uh, invest in some backpacks. Yes, I agree. Um, I immediately went arms because legs have to bear a lot more weight than arms do. Um, And I think it would be a bit much bigger hindrance to, like, mobility, you know? Well, but, you know, it depends on how strong... If the hot dogs can hold your body weight up, then... I just <laughs> picture you being real wobbly. Super wobbly. I'm like, all, at all the you time. just bend, the, the whole hot dog bends when you bend your yeah. knee. It's not just like a, a bend point in your knee. Yeah. It's like the, it's just sort of like well, a I'm whole I'm picturing wiggle. anytime you go down, you have to like plop, you know? You, you have, have to, to like, plop? Yeah, you have to like lean, like there is no bending. Well, but hot dogs are bendy. Yeah, but like not... In a controlled way. Like, you could wobble them, but you could not, like... Sure. There's also, no muscle there. The getting up... Well, there's no muscle in your arm, either. I know. <laughs> but there's, honestly, very little muscle in my arm right now. <laughs> so I feel like it would be the the smallest departure from my current status. Fair. I think I was just imagining... So much of my life is in a sitting-down position, Shelby. <laughs> As a book editor, I, I need to be able to type and, you know, yeah. I, I just imagine the sort of clunkiness of the sitting at the p- computer um, situation. Yeah. See, for me, as an avid dancer and hiker. Yes. And uh, I feel like the the le- being mobile and agile with my legs is very important. But, like, for my job, 
as long as my hand, I can get my hands into one position to type, <laughs> and my fingers do the rest. Okay. You know? All right, all right. Which one do you think is more susceptible to um, birds of prey? Oh, interesting. I denied this was a consideration <laughs> I did not even occur to me, considering when was the last time I saw a bird of prey. Well, <laughs> well, falcons live on my building, so I see them all the time. But, oh, okay. uh, but it wouldn't have to be a bird of prey. It could be a pigeon. We live in the city. It could be a dog. Yes. Well, frankly. dogs would go for the legs. Pigeons would probably go for the arms. Yeah. I think I could hide. Yeah. I would be more worried about dogs and going after the legs than pigeons going after the arms. Okay. I think you're probably quite right about that. Which one do you think would give off a, a greater smell? I think they would both smell about the same. <laughs> and they do smell like, we're talking cooked hot dogs here, right? Or are Up they uncooked? You. I was thinking oh. uncooked. They're quite slimy that way, aren't they? Yes. I was. Would you rather slimy legs or slimy arms? Oh, I was imagining a nice sort of grilled hot dog. Oh, no. Char marks. No. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. Sorry. Wait, you don't get to just define what kind of hot dogs I <laughs> it have. It was my question. I have cooked Nathan's hot dogs. All right, Thank well, you. if you want to grill your own legs, <laughs> then by, when they're given to you, they're uncooked. But whatever you oh. if you go to a tanning bed and let loose, I can't stop you. Mild sunburn. <laughs> Um, okay, okay, if they're, you make a good point, um, that they're, they're probably not cooked. I, I still feel like because of my, um, sedentary lifestyle, <laughs> uh, I'm still gonna pick legs. Okay, I am gonna pick arms. Okay, um, and both of us will smell oh so sweet. Yeah, and we will both be, uh, batting the suitors away. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, sure. But, you know, maybe one of those competitive hot dog competition guys. Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut. I don't know. Is Joey Chestnut single? I don't think so, but (laughs) I'm into it. Um, Should we move on to our next question? We should move on to our next question. Okay. Well, I have a completely unrelated question (laughs) uh, about food and body parts. So you have another question about food and body parts? Oh, yeah. It's a whole thing. Okay. Um, I'm here for it. Would you rather have edible spaghetti hair that regrows every night or sweat maple syrup? Oh. (laughs) Now, you think that that, oh, was because I didn't want either of those choices. And in fact, I want them both. (laughs) Yeah, I I want them both. You can't help <laughs> And maybe that's not how you saw this question going. Maybe it's not. I will I will say it's <laughs> definitely not. You thought this no, is a, which this. one is worse, not a which right, one yeah. is better. Yeah, but alas, you're allowed to take what, with this what you will. Okay, so, I mean, edible spaghetti hair. Okay, so I'm a person who always has a snack on her. <laughs> oh, I I always have a granola bar in my purse. Yeah. I wouldn't have to worry about that shit anymore if I had edible spaghetti hair. Yeah. Also, could just really easily give myself a haircut without having to go get a haircut. And it regrows every night. So if you don't like the haircut, bam. Bam. Tomorrow. Also, like, 
nobody else has spaghetti hair. That's yeah. that's unique. I'm starting, you know, it's not even a trend because nobody else has spaghetti You're hair. You're an Instagram star immediately. Instantly, yes. Um, and, and as for maple syrup, well, first of all, you could just bottle it and make a profit. I'd never have to work again. But maple syrup is expensive. It's so expensive. So. so if I could just sweat it out, put it in a bottle, yeah. and then just, you know. Just hang out in a sauna and, like, yeah. start oh. bottling artisanal maple syrup. Got my work done for the day. Yeah. Now I just go home and lick my arms. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a really good business model. I think so, too. <laughs> even even the arm licking bit. Yeah. I mean, sweating maple syrup, sure, that one has a little bit more, um, you know, real life logistical problems with it. Yeah. But I, I feel like I would I would trade those. Yeah. Most of, most of the times these questions I really think to like what would be most problematic in like dating and physical connection with other people but like if I was dating someone who sweat maple syrup like I'm here for that I think like yeah like no they need to sleep in their own bed yeah absolutely (laughs) a hundred percent they don't get in my sheets yeah but it wouldn't like deter me from being with them no if anything, it would amplify the situation greatly. Yeah. So that's like way better than normal sweat. Yeah, exactly. Normal sweat's disgusting and it's still there. Yeah, exactly. But if it's maple syrup, at least like there's some good that right. can come from this. Some good comes of it, including our business model. What about spaghetti hair? Would that be a problem for you? No. Uh, it's not a problem. It's just not as... I like maple syrup more than I like spaghetti, I think. And I sweat less often than... Like, I'm picturing the spaghetti hair not being super attractive. Well, maybe you haven't done your hair up correctly. It's possible. I just, like, in general, I think the maple syrup would be, like, less intrusive into my life. Yeah. Actually, now, though, I'm having fun imagining the different hairstyles you could do with spaghetti hair. Like your spaghetti topsy tail. Yeah. Spaghetti braids. It's true. Yeah. Friday carbonara day. So are you leaning towards spaghetti or maple syrup? I'm locking in on maple syrup, I think. Well, you know, that makes me want to pick spaghetti hair just so we don't pick the same thing. But I like my business model for the maple syrup. All right. And I think I'm going to have to choose that as well. All right. Fair. Okay. So I I have a question for us, and um, it is ghost-themed. Great. So we had a ghost in here earlier. No, I mean, they're probably still in here, right? Yeah, I assume so. Yeah, there was a ghost sitting on Shelby's lap for a while. Gave mm-hmm. us some audio troubles um, that we have yet to figure out. Um, so keeping in our ghost-related theme today, if you died and had to choose one place to haunt for the rest of eternity, where would you choose to haunt? So I had an immediate answer to this that I immediately disliked. But I feel <laughs> like... <laughs> so it is not the right answer. I need a preface I would not do this, but I feel like I need to vocalize it just for uh, authenticity. And my first thought was Disneyland. Okay, why? Uh, just because, like, I could go on the rides and there'd be food and like you could. Oh, just, go just to, for fun. Yeah, I could just go to Disneyland for free all the time. I see. Like there'd be things for me to do. I don't want to haunt a house or something. That'd be so boring. What would I do for eternity? 
I don't know. I just, I thought that would be scary for the children at Disney World. Well, they can't see me. I wouldn't like, you know, I wouldn't jump out at anything or whatever. I would just like try to, you know, sneak on an empty seat on a ride here and there. And, I like, see. You wouldn't be actively haunting. You wouldn't be, no. you would just exist in the space. I assume haunting just means I'm existing as a ghost and I can choose to be malevolent if I want to be or I, I could be like Casper. Depends on the lore. I mean, if you're going with the supernatural version, you automatically sort of become crazed and evil even if you're a good person. It doesn't matter where I am at that point. <laughs> <laughs> well, but then do you want to terrorize small children at Disney World? No, but like, I mean, maybe as a ghost I would want that. I don't know. But Perhaps. No, let's assume that you're not automatically malevolent. Yeah. So it's just normal you, you're just a ghost. Yeah, I would want to go somewhere that's like, fun and exciting and has like things for me to do and so my first thought is an amusement park because that really I don't want to be tied to a singular place like if I were a ghost I want to be I would want to be a nomadic ghost I would want to be the kind of ghost that could just like pop over to China if I wanted to or like well sure that's the dream but this is one place all eternity so this is actually my problem with picking something like Disneyland yeah because Disneyland is quite impermanent, right? So eventually, then you're just stuck in Orlando or... <laughs> yeah, so I would I would wonder if a smarter choice would just be something that is, like, historically has been around a long time and probably will continue to be around a long time. Although maybe that... Where is that, though? Uh, like, you know, there are castles in England that have, that oh, have been okay. standing since, like, you know. Structurally sound. Yeah. yeah. Is what, you're, what you mean. That's why I don't end up in a field in Orlando. Um, <laughs> a swamp, but yes. Yeah. Um, interesting. Well, you know, nowhere, though, is going to be eternally a great That's, place. I mean, so. considering climate change. But then really not Florida. Yeah, really so not just Florida. Sort of, haunting underwater. Uh, I mean, Orlando is a little bit inland, but, like, uh, still probably not the best choice. Yeah, um, for that you need Idaho. You need to haunt somewhere and or Canada. Like go, go north, north. Depends if we get the cold snap. If everything goes the other way and we have an ice age, I mean, you're a ghost. You don't care if it's cold. Yeah, that's but, what I mean. But I don't people need to wouldn't eat or people anything. wouldn't be up there though. Just uh, hanging out with the Arctic foxes. That seems compelling. Now that, that I've said it. <laughs> that, you said that like it was a negative. You're but right. No people and cute foxes who can't. You know, by definition, harm me because I'm already dead. Yeah, I made a tactical error with I that could argument. Be, I could be the ghost fox queen of the Arctic. <laughs> they could write lore about me. I want to. I just want to write a book now <laughs> called "The Ghost Fox Queen of the Arctic." Yeah, um, I'm logging that that answer in. I just feel like it would be boring if you were haunting a place that didn't have people in it for all of eternity. Yeah, I wouldn't go too far into the north. Into the north. Yeah, I'd go, go past the wall. <laughs> I would be with the wildlings. Right. Oh, that's fine. You get Jon Snow. Oh, sorry. Spoilers. <laughs> it's your own fault if you haven't seen it by now, honestly. Um, yeah, I, my inclination is to pick somewhere, like, that are already sort of haunted areas Mm. um because i feel like i might be able to find other ghost friends there that's a good call like norlands 
New Orleans. <laughs> I don't know why I said it that way. <laughs> uh, New Orleans, right. Or, or again, somewhere in, in England that, you know, one of those, like, old haunted castles. I'm getting a Europe vibe from you. Like, you want Clearly, to go to Europe. Listen, alive me wants to go to Europe, so I don't know why dead me wouldn't want to. Yeah. That, I mean, solid. Yeah. I think it's some sort of haunted place in, in Europe, in the UK, where there's other ghosts, and we can hang out all day and be ghost friends. I like it. Okay. I still want lore written about me, so <laughs> I box mean, queen of the Arctic. <laughs> box queen of the Arctic. You can all just start calling me that right now. Let's manifest this <laughs> destiny together. Oh, man. I hope the Arctic foxes are okay. Yeah. They they'll will be, be. They'll be fine. Under my protection. Under your protection. <laughs> your spectral protection. Yeah. All right, so I think we should probably move on to. Do you have a last question for I us? I do have a last question. So, and I think it's a pretty good one. If I do say so myself, <laughs> toss, toss. Uh, yeah, toss. yeah, yeah. It's one I made up with my own brain. So, if you don't like it, don't tell me. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. <laughs> um, if you could bring one fictional character to life, to the real world. Just Frankenstein them into existence. Who would it be? Great question. <laughs> it it opens, and I have to say that contractually. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it opens up a lot of interesting doors. I mean, I mean, I think maybe I'll uh, I'll have to think about this for a second. Do you yeah. already have an answer? I don't have an answer, but I do, I feel like I could guide your thinking a little bit, maybe, and we can explore some of, like, so I think there is the romantic slant, where you, like, kind of Frankenstein your own love into, into reality. I won't pretend that isn't the first place my mind yeah, goes. Yeah, I think that is the first place a mind goes. So, like, if I could just, like, Ben Wyatt's in my living room. Oh. You know, like, that would be, and I'm the only person he knows. <laughs> <laughs> In this world, uh, that took a that took a more a more sinister, creepy, edge. a more misery uh, <laughs> type. Uh, yeah, so that's an option. Be like, yes. I think this person is so great. I want them to exist in the world. And now I know who your your like main fictional love interest is. Oh, a hundred percent. I think I already knew that about you. I think it just like even if I had never said it out loud, you would know. I would have known. Um, I am Leslie Nope. I am desperately seeking my Ben Wyatt. Um, Fair enough. I would take Adam Scott as a, <laughs> a, a consolation prize, but I do think Ben Wyatt would be uh, preferable. Uh, I think they're pretty similar, actually. Yeah, I know, but yeah. uh, again, I would. It's a fictional character. Adam Scott, call me. I wouldn't turn right. you down. Um, yeah, but we're not describing a kidnapping here. Yeah, <laughs> we're describing a. Uh, a Frankensteinian. Uh, you keep saying that though, and it does make me feel like we're bringing someone back from the dead. No, no, no. Uh, no we're, we're just manifesting, manifesting them. them into real life. But I think there. So beyond romance, there are a lot of like issues in the world right now. Sure. That could maybe be cured by like some really amazing fictional scientists or like some really amazing fictional characters who have like taken on great odds and been able to like overcome yeah like harry potter yeah harry potter also like bruce banner 
like was a or Iron Man. Sure. Very good scientists, also heroes. Uh, yeah. So like maybe those are the people we need. Like they could like help save us from climate change or like yeah you know, address various. Would be good to have issues. a hero genius on our yeah. side at this point in life. Yeah. So there is the the the. Do I pick someone that I personally could potentially benefit from having in real life because I think I would love them? Or do I try to, like, help humanity by bringing us a resource that we don't currently have? I, yeah, I mean, if we're, if we're talking just, like, individually, it's funny. I can't even think of who my main love interest would be. This is going to be weird and, and deeply exposing of me. But maybe Peta from Hunger Games. Oh, interesting! The child. Well, the seventeen-year-old. <laughs> he obviously the reason is because in this like fantasy scenario, we would be the same age. Peta Mel Melark Melgar Melark Melark. Okay. Uh, Only if he was my age. Uh, okay. Okay, that's good. Yeah. I, that is deeply uh, telling, that you like a man who runs from conflict, hides, and is good at painting. Um, he's a baker and a sensitive <laughs> salt and an artist. <laughs> and also turns on Katniss. No, he doesn't. Oh, well, I When guess. does he... Well, he... He gets brainwashed and tries to kill I her. No, that's not the same. I mean, he I does just... try to kill her. I think that's pretty canon. Sure, but he has been brainwashed, like horribly tortured it's not him sure okay okay i would i would sensitive baker painter man yes <laughs> uh you know i didn't make fun of you for adam scott <laughs> Fair. the other i mean there's so many like you know different characters that could be interesting in terms of just like having a friend around or a love interest yeah. But I, I kind of like the slant more of, like, what's going to be better for humanity. Yeah. But I think then you just go as powerful as you can, and you just say Thor, because then also it's... Interesting Thor. Also, it's Chris Hemsworth, yeah. you know. Also, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel is very... I think she's the most powerful of the superheroes. She is. That's why they had to kind of write her out of the movie. Which movie? <laughs> Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> she this, was she was very this. prominent in the Captain Marvel movie. <laughs> she was not written out in that one. I'm going to assume that all of the nerds listening to this <laughs> understood what I was talking about. Um, and also, goodness, I'm sorry about all the spoilers, but guys, it's been a little while on both fronts, both Game of Thrones it's, and It's Endgame. your fault now. It's your fault. Um, yeah, I think I would maybe go Captain Marvel. I think I would still pick Thor because that is a combination of the romantic interest and the superhero powerful person. Yeah. I think I would not go Harry Potter because he was kind of useless without his friends. Yeah, it would be Hermione if you had to yeah, bring one of them to life. Certainly. Definitely. Hermione's better choice. Um, but I, I For think... For most things. <laughs> right. <laughs> you said that with an interesting glint in your eye. Um, no... Just just like as a leader, as a student, like as a witch, she just you know, yeah, did most things better than Harry. Absolutely, uh, but I think Thor would probably best Hermione I'm, in a in a fight. I don't know. That's interesting. I guess it, I would. There are questions in like 
them at what stages of their like full-fledged adult Hermione I feel like would be pretty powerful well she would be but I mean is she more powerful than a guy who withstood a neutron star like the full force of a star going through his body yeah I mean I guess what I think like in hand-to-hand combat I think Thor would probably take best Hermione but I don't think they would necessarily I don't know if we need a combat person as much as we need a thinker you're saying just she would just outsmart him. Well, I'm just I'm not saying that they should fight. Oh. I'm saying that to help humanity, like at what resource do we need right now in society? I think smarts would be helpful because yes. we have a lot of like very difficult problems to solve that might not be best solved with a hammer, <laughs> a literal hammer, with a war hammer. Right. I'm not sure. Yeah, but the romantic interest thing. <laughs> <laughs> still calling to me yeah i feel like we're not if we're not like fighting a space war which i'm currently unaware of us fighting a space war then like yes yes but like hermione has magic and brains sure so and like deep research ability and things like that so i feel like she would be helpful in like you know various i think hermione social woes is the correct answer to this question and i agree with you and I think also this question has shifted for me internally <laughs> away from what is best for humanity and towards um, what boyfriend do I want to bring to life for myself. That I could also justify to other people right. as being helpful. No, no, guys. He's a hero. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that's a good compromise between the two. Sure. Yeah things you know selfish and it's also thinking of others yeah which makes it not selfish (laughs) um you can't be selfish and thinking of others at all that at both times because the most self-serving potentially the most altruistic answer is hermione because she's smart and magical yeah and she could save us all i honestly if anyone could save us all it's hermione it is hermione more so than than thor but i don't need to date hermione just to, as a personal But preference. you need to date Thor. <laughs> I would say that has become increasingly clear. <laughs> We've learned a lot about Hannah today. <laughs> We've so. learned about my deepest dislikes and my utmost likes. And we have learned that Adam Scott should get at me. Yeah, Adam Scott, um, if you happen to listen to our little podcast. I'm sure that he's a big fan of the pod. <laughs> I'm sure he is. <laughs> Riveted to our, our feet. Well, on that note, <laughs> um, I, I would like to, you know, to urge you all, if you are riveted to our feed and interested in our podcast, um, I would like you to, you know, participate by telling us what you think and how you would answer these yeah. questions. Um, and then also, I just have to ask if you if you enjoyed this at all. Um, we are just starting out. You know, we're just regular people, and a podcast is all about word of mouth. So if you enjoyed it and you thought this is a great thing to listen to on your commute if you need a little pick-me-up, just tell a friend. and Yeah, subscribe and leave a review. Five-star reviews really, really help. So Yes, and if you really hated it, tell one of your enemies. Yes, exactly. Uh, But don't leave a review. Don't leave a review because that would that would then throw off the prank against your enemies. If they, if they saw that you left a negative review. They um, wouldn't believe you. They wouldn't, right. They wouldn't listen to the podcast. You got to go all in on these pranks. So, um, so 
In short, please leave only positive reviews for our podcast. Is that what we're coming down on? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Um, but do tell us what you think about any of these. Tell us if you yeah. think of other great questions that we should ask each other, any other hypotheticals, fun quizzes that we should play. Yeah. And I think that's it for this this episode. Yeah. So to sum up, you know, what we've talked about today, um, I have created a, a magical hypothetical world. And in the world that I've created today, well, Thor is alive and well, and he is just so attracted to my hot dog legs. <laughs> he's, he's really into the hot dog legs. Um, also, it's fine that I can't stand and walk normally. Okay, you do sweat maple syrup. Because <laughs> I sweat maple syrup. It's probably why Thor is interested in me <laughs> to begin with. Um, and I think, yeah, I mean, I, I sweat maple syrup. It would also be fine if I had spaghetti hair. Yeah. And in this universe, Hermione is my best friend, and we are uh, trying to save the world together. But I'm also... Uh, ghost queen of the arctic foxes (laughs) so i really have two major career goals going at once um and the foxes have never made a lurch at my hot dog arms so that's really great um and i always kind of smell like maple syrup because i secretly sweat it but i'm in the arctic so it doesn't really come up as often as as it would in other areas of my life unless i want to turn it on and i feel like i have a kind of a special brand of maple syrup that is Hot dog, oh, to hot dog. Um, yeah, well, I, dog I feel essence. like maybe like a maple hot dog situation could be good. It could be delicious. Yeah, so try that out at home, folks, and let us know. Yeah, uh, and in the meantime, um, find lots of dumb things to argue about with each other. Bye. <laughs>